Hi, I'm Ice-T. As a veteran, I know that for many former servicemen and women, the battle doesn't always end when they come home. Every day, 184 veterans are diagnosed with post-traumatic stress, and sadly, 20 take their own lives. When nothing else helps, professionally trained service dogs can. American Humane, serving the U.S. military for over 100 years, rescues animals in need of forever homes and trains them to become free, life-saving service dogs for our nation's veterans. If you're a veteran or know a veteran struggling with post-traumatic stress or traumatic brain injury, please go to AmericanHumane.org to learn about their Pups for Patriots program. Let's give our veterans a fighting chance. The White House is considering cash payments to Central America. Outgoing Southern border. You're listening to Cheyenne's News and Talk Station, AM 650, KGAB, Orchard Valley, Cheyenne, a town square media station. At all of the productive options to address both the economic reasons people may be migrating, as well as the protection and security reasons. The one thing I can promise you is the U.S. government isn't going to be handing out money or checks to people. Fox's Jeff Paul. Windshields were shattered in Orange Beach, Alabama when severe thunderstorms produced hail the size of baseballs. Hail reports. We had over 200 of them, about 100 reports of really strong wind. No tornadoes, fortunately, and only one tornado watch that we're still watching across parts of the panhandle of Florida, far eastern areas of Alabama. That is almost done. Fox meteorologist Rick Reichmuth, storms also brought heavy rain to parts of Louisiana and Mississippi. For the next six months, a bipartisan commission will explore expanding the Supreme Court. The Constitution does not establish a set number of justices for the high court. That's up to Congress. There have been as few as five members of the court and as many as ten. Nine has been the standard since 1869. Fox's Kevin Cork, liberal Democrats are urging the president to add justices. Republicans liken the move to an overreach of executive authority. America's listening to Fox News. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz Podcast. There is always someone doing something stupid somewhere. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Join me, Jason Chaffetz, every Wednesday as I shed light on the news and make some predictions along the way. You never know who will drop in. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. Connect to Fox News Audio and the Fox News app. Listen to hear your favorite hosts like Brian Kilmeade, Jimmy Fallon, and Guy Benson standing up for what's right live and via podcast. Just click listen, then swipe right and hear the latest news updates on your time. And scroll down to hear the latest podcasts from Fox News. And it's even easier to listen in the car with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Get programming alerts and notifications. Fox News Audio is on the Fox News app. The Voices America Trusts. Download it now. Jurors in Minneapolis were given a lot to digest this week. Experts testified about the cause of death for George Floyd, who was subdued by former police officer Derek Chauvin. Chauvin, who kneeled on Floyd's neck for more than nine minutes, is charged with murder. 
The man who did the autopsy, Hennepin County Medical Examiner Dr. Andrew Baker, on Friday told the jury that Floyd had narrow arteries and an enlarged heart that would have demanded oxygen when adrenaline surged through his system as he struggled with police. In my opinion, the, the law enforcement subdual restraint and the neck compression was just more than Mr. Floyd could take by virtue of that, those heart conditions. A forensic pathologist, Dr. Lindsay Thomas, testified that Floyd would not have died had police not restrained him. She ruled out fentanyl overdose, saying people who die from that go to sleep or fall unconscious and their breathing shallows. The video shows that Floyd struggled until he couldn't struggle anymore. Fox's Mike Tobin. A fourth wave of the coronavirus has Iran enforcing a 10-day lockdown. State TV says in areas considered red zones, most stores are closed and offices have limited capacity. Over 85% of the country is either a red or orange zone. As medical researchers explore the possible causes of Parkinson's disease, a common chemical is suspect. Trichloroethylene, a chemical used in household products and dry cleaning, may be causing an increase in Parkinson's cases. Dr. Ray Dorsey with the University of Rochester Medical Center told The Guardian he believes an epidemic of the brain disorder is on the horizon, as it can take decades after exposure to the compound to start showing symptoms. TCE is prohibited in some countries, including European Union nations, but is still being used in the United States. Minnesota and New York have banned the chemical. That's Fox's Rachel Sutherland in Washington. I'm Pam Puso, and this is Fox News. Napa know-how. At Napa, you don't need to be a magician to pull 20% savings out of thin air. All you need is a bucket. Yep, you can magically save on three or more items with a $2.99 Napa bucket. So use whatever magical catchphrase you want, like Abrica Bucket or Alica Savings or Bippity Boppity Bucket and save 20% today. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Locations, exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 4-30-21. Your day weather forecast brought to you by Four Corner Siding. No matter the weather, Four Corner Siding can help protect your home. For your Saturday, gorgeous sunshine, breezy afternoon winds around 30 miles an hour. High is going to be lower and mid-60s today. Mainly clear tonight with lows back in the upper 20s. Cooling off again Sunday, then staying cooler into the work week. Plenty of sunshine Sunday and Monday. Highs will be around the mid-40s, blustery winds, lows mid-20s, with chances for snow returning Tuesday through the end of the week. I'm Day Weather Meteorologist Don Watson.
Good morning, good morning. Nick the Motor Guy, back from vacation, live show. I, I hope uh, everybody enjoyed the recorded shows. When I'm away, I'm uh, with the help of the great guys around here and Matt, our program director. They're going to be putting together some different shows. So you won't be listening to the same stuff all the time. But I'm back and I've got some exciting things to talk about. Cruise Nights is coming up in one week, the first official uh, Cruise Nights, Cruise the Legend here here in Cheyenne and it's going to be cruising with cookies so I'm sure we're going to be chatting about that I'm thinking uh Doug Arnold may be joining me at some point he's also back from vacation so we'll uh I'm sure we'll get we'll get a call and be able to chat a little bit bit about that also uh this week for those that may uh may have missed it the Cheyenne uh council committee um, had a meeting and Cruise Nights was a small part of that meeting and they have uh, put forward a resolution uh, to support Cruise Nights in the form that it has now so supporting the charities being based in the parking lot it was uh, and it was an interesting some interesting information and I, I want to thank the the uh, City Council for the how they handled it they had one of the uh, lieutenants from Sham Police Department come on and talk about the request for service difference during cruise nights across the whole of last year's cruise nights so basically april through october and i must admit i'm sitting there uh listening to this and 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 my initial um reaction was oh no this 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 could be a problem um however it wasn't. And here's what happened. Lieutenant James was asked about uh, how many uh, requests for service and was there an increase from the hours of 6 to 11. Now, as you know, most cruise nights are done by about 9 o'clock. But the hours of 6 to 11. And he said, yes, there were. It was a 9% increase across that time. And they didn't break it down. And I'd be interested to that. I was wondering what the actual increase was from 9 to 11 rather than 6 to 9. But there was an increase of 9%. And so I'd see that. I said, little concerned. And he said, however, in the rest of the city of Cheyenne, during the same time period, the increase in requests over average was 14%. At which point... I sort of had a small sigh of relief, and as did, I think, uh, the city council members who were on the committee. They allowed us to speak. Myself, uh, John Arsenega, and Debbie Martinez all uh, spoke on behalf of Cruise Nights. Um, and the, the, the resolution which had been put forward by, uh, co-sponsored actually, by eight of nine city councilmen, I uh, was actually then uh, voted through by that committee, which included the one councilman who hadn't co-sponsored it. However, he does support it. And that will be going in front of the entire council on uh, Monday. So we will, um, I will assume and I will hope that that will just uh, go right on through and we will be ready for cruise nights with um, support from, from the city and indeed from Cheyenne Police Department. Uh, who who've been just tremendous to work with during this i uh, and again when when i was talking one of the things i want to put forward is the the three officers who were out there 
um, one or other every every Saturday night. The way they react with the crowd, the way they um, were around kids and people and chatting about their car or the motorcycle, the fact that they... It, it was just great community policing and it just felt so, so good. Uh, and I sincerely hope that that continues throughout the next six months. I and mean, we are going to do our best to help people. Um, uh, if somebody misbehaves, does something which is going to disturb the peace, is going to create a problem, cause cruise nights to have a problem, we are going to uh, make sure that the police get the information they need. I hope that that's not necessary, and I believe that it is something that will be, will be minimal um, at worst. We've got a lot of charities coming. There's a lot of charities that are desperate for money coming out of COVID. I mean, we all know we all know what's been going on for the last year. I uh, each of these charities deserves their weekend, deserves their chance to get across to our community what they do for us <clears throat> and indeed be able to collect a little bit of funding towards whatever their mission is. So for the first week, as I said, is going to be Girl Scout cookies, which seems very appropriate. Um, hopefully the weather will be great. That is going to be next Saturday, Saturday the 17th. So we will uh, look forward to that. As I was uh, on vacation, one of the things that is, and, and I, I went out to an island, I'm not going to tell anybody where because you'll all throw things at me, but island life is a little different. It's a little slower, which is something I, I, I quite honestly find delightful. But what I've also noticed when I've been there, and I really noticed this time, is the type of vehicles that are driven ignoring the rental cars, the local cars, and the type of person that drives them. And it's kind of fun, at least it was fun for me, to be in a, in a busier area and watch a person dressed in a certain way, acting a certain way, whatever, and be able to guess what vehicle they were getting into. Um, <laughs> I don't know if any of you have ever done this, but it's always fun, kind of fun for me. It's fairly easy here in Cheyenne. You can typically um, see one of our, our, our local folks. You can pretty much guess, yes, that's a pickup truck. But when you go to the islands, you've got people who might be, oh, I don't know, the VW bus kind. Um, and yeah, they kind of look like a sort of human version of the Grateful Dead bear. Uh, and yes, you you know, okay, yes, they're going to walk towards that VW bus. Or you've got the, uh, the very flashy guy who uh, obviously thinks he's made it because he's on the island and he gets into the ridiculous car which can never, ever be used on an island in any manner. But you can immediately go, oh yeah, that guy. Oh. Anyway, it, it was. it's always fun to watch and then see their reaction with the vehicles and whether they look after them. And again, around here, we on the whole, I see most vehicles are pretty well looked after. Growing up on um, an island for a couple of years, well, obviously I was on Britain, in Britain, but for a, a short time, my family lived on a tiny little island off the coast of... Uh, 
well, actually off the coast of France, um, but it belongs to the Brits, uh, called Alderney. It's about three by four miles. And it had the same thing of, you could, the cars were as characterful as the people who drove them, I think is a good way of putting it. And you tend to see that in island life. But also, I think what you see is cars that don't tend to be quite as well looked after. In fact, on Alderney, because they didn't have any inspections or any of that which was typical on the mainland, a lot of the cars that ended up on the island were ones that had already failed an inspection on the mainland. And so quite frequently you would... Uh, See, see this car that was staggering along, barely brakeless, sort of bouncing off, off a wall to try and stop itself. And everybody would stop and help that person. It was just a way of life. And it, I know it, being able to, to relax like that and not be so uptight about, I don't know, maybe transportation as a whole. It's a pretty good way of growing up. It still makes it, uh, still, still definitely makes it into my psyche fairly frequently, and I definitely flip back to it any time I get to be, be, be uh, around people like that. Anyway, we we have made it back. If you would like to join me this morning, six three two sixty five hundred six three two thirty three twenty three one triple eight five zero three. 6500. Call 7750123 or go to and We'll make it easy. Pain or no pain, your wisdom teeth should be checked every year. If wisdom teeth come in properly and meet the right conditions, they are generally safe to keep. But left unchecked, they can put you at risk for gum disease, tooth decay, and damage to adjacent teeth. Some wisdom teeth grow in at such an angle that they never break through the gum, which can lead to tooth decay, gum disease, cysts, and tumors. These impacted teeth can only be seen on x-rays, so the damage they may cause can go undetected if they are not checked by a dental professional. Some people just don't have enough room for another tooth in their mouth, so their wisdom teeth can affect adjacent teeth when they come in. This can make it difficult to chew, difficult to keep them all clean, and misalign your teeth. Not all wisdom teeth need to be removed, but they all do need to be monitored by an oral and maxillofacial surgeon. Find a surgeon near you for a complete examination. If your wisdom teeth do need to be removed, the procedure can be done in an office setting with minimal post-operative pain and swelling. Remember, pain or no pain, your wisdom teeth should be checked every year. Find your local oral and maxillofacial surgeon at myoms.org. And 650 KJB, Nick the Motor Guy, back here on Cargap. Uh, it's a beautiful day here in Cheyenne. I, I hear we're going to be getting some snow uh, next week, but it, it is about as perfect as you can get out there this morning. So uh, get out and enjoy a little bit of the uh, nice weather. Uh, we are finally getting to uh, spring or whatever we call it around here, and uh, hopefully we can uh, have some have some good weather. I know we need some moisture. Even after that massive snow, I've still been talking to 
lot of the folks around here and they're saying that the land is still really really dry so um th this is where i have to balance the sort of needs and desires right still nice to have some sunshine let's jump to the phones good morning you're on car gap hi nick <clears throat> hello this is jerry and Greeley. hello jerry how are you good uh my neighbor has a 2018 F-150, and he the tells me Greeley. that recently uh, he was driving in Greeley, and the dash went blank. Uh, said the, the vehicle continued to run just fine, uh, but the, everything on the dash display, the little little monitor screen and everything just went black. And um, you know, after the technical question. sometime, several minutes, it thing started working again uh, so he was a, a little alarmed and took, yes took it to the local dealer and um, they they said they found several u-codes stored within different modules I, I don't know what a u-code is but um, they they told him that they um, Let's see, I've got actually got a copy of his invoice here. It says, found several U-codes set within several different modules, cleared codes and rescanned. Okay, no codes found. Checked for APIM software update through PTS. Update was available. Reprogrammed the APIM to latest calibration. Rescanned for codes with IDS. Okay, no codes found. Uh, <laughs> so here is a classic example of why I want to choke people in my industry occasionally. <laughs> um, <laughs> we can't do that to you guys. It's not right. Oh, this just drives me nuts. I mean, what did that mean to you? It means absolutely nothing, correct? <laughs> what it actually means is... They check the body control module, which is what is going to control the instrument panel and various other things. They found there were um, codes concerning um, probably failures within that body control module. They went then went to the Ford technical website effectively which is available directly to them. It's probably got a fancy name and I don't remember it and yes one of those letter things that you, <laughs> I can't believe there's so many of those on that one piece. Anyway, they go to the Ford site, they put in the codes, the Ford site goes back, oh yeah, by the way, there's an update on this. So they then went back to the IDS, which is the Ford, basically the Ford programming computer, which was already hooked to the truck. And then they just, and then at that point, they reprogrammed the truck with the updated software. They tested the vehicle for codes. There were no codes. The updates probably took care of it. It was probably a weird voltage or something that was creating them. It was fixed, and now we're on our way. That hopefully made a little more sense than what you read to me. Um, we are really, really, really terrible in this industry. Um, this is something I discuss with my managers and all my staff at regular intervals. When you do a write-up, put it in a language it is understandable. Because what we do in this industry, unfortunately, we've, and we were better at it in Britain, we're terrible at it over here, is somebody comes in with something broken. 
they leave it with it fixed. We relieve them, in some cases, of an awful lot of money somewhere in between. And we make absolutely no effort in actually describing what we did in terms that the customer could actually possibly understand. Um, but basically, what that, that diatribe you got there says is they found codes, they found um, Ford has an update, they fixed the update, the codes are gone, go drive it, you are fine. And I, my first guess was that you know maybe had a loose wire, loose ground, um, you know, an intermittent problem that might come back to bite him later. Probably not. If they, since they found that update, um, which was directly related to some of the codes they found in the system, I would say that almost certainly, and this is something we're seeing more and more and more and more of, and have been over the last twenty years. It is to the point now that a lot of vehicles, and this is kind of scary to some, just update themselves. You don't even know what's going on. Um, but the, the, And eventually that's where we will go, I believe. Um, if you notice now, virtually every vehicle you buy is Wi-Fi enabled. Um, which they get us to pay for, by the way. Uh, I, I believe in time it will be Wi-Fi enabled and the Wi-Fi en uh, um, enablement is actually for the vehicle manufacturer to be able to tweak the vehicle automatically if it has a problem. Well, and I've, I've wondered about that because I'm, I'm about 30 years behind the times. I, I know almost nothing about computers, but um, I, I get these mailings from Ford once in a while for... I've got two F-150s, uh, 2017 and a 2019, and and they send me uh, advertisements asking me to subscribe for some sort of uh, over-the-air setup, and and I've never done it. Yep. Everything seems to be working just fine. Yes, and what, what you can do is it's a vehicle information report, and you press a button, and it gathers the information from a truck, and it sends it off to Ford, and if you have a problem, they can contact you with the with the report um gmc has something or gmc gm has something through onstar you can actually receive an emailed report um on your vehicles uh, i do that with the share motorsports vehicles because it allows me sometimes i don't sit in those vehicles for several weeks so if i on a, i get a weekly report of tire pressures and uh oil life and fuel filter life and all those things so from that point of view from a fleet management i mean it's a very small fleet of what two trucks but just from that side of things that's very nice to have okay. um so that that's all information all the manufacturers are doing it i know it's my wife's car i got in the other day and it told me i had eight thousand miles still to the next service which i thought was nice of it to tell me but in eight thousand miles i'm going to completely have forgotten it so it should actually start reminding me of about a thousand but I, I guess it wanted to make sure I was informed. <laughs> not an absolutely essential. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> All right. Well, I know we're close to a break, Nick. So we I'll are. Let you go. It's but great talking to you, Jerry. I hope that was a little helpful. And thank you for raising my frustration level for a little bit because, <laughs> oh, that just annoys the heck out of me. Thank you. <laughs> take care. All right. Okay. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with more calls here on AM 650 KGAB.
They'll challenge your authority. They'll try to break your will. They'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. Your day weather forecast brought to you by Four Corner Siding. No matter the weather, Four Corner Siding can help protect your home. For your Saturday, gorgeous sunshine, breezy afternoon winds around 30 miles an hour. High is going to be lower and mid-60s today. Mainly clear tonight with lows back in the upper 20s. Cooling off again Sunday, then staying cooler into the work week. Plenty of sunshine Sunday and Monday. Highs will be around the mid-40s, blustery winds, lows mid-20s, with chances for snow returning Tuesday through the end of the week. Human Services and the Ad Council. In 1977, an eight-year-old boy picked up the game of golf from his father. The odds of that same boy winning the U.S. Open twice, one in 1.2 billion. The odds of him having a child diagnosed with autism, one in 110. Ernie Else encourages you to learn the signs of autism at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. NASCAR champion Bobby Lavani here with my brother Terry and my nephew Justin. You know, every sport has its essential safety gear. For racing, we wear helmets, fire retardant suits, and no mix gloves. For fishing, waterfowl hunting, and boating, we wear life jackets. After an intense race, there's nothing more relaxing than bass fishing or a little duck hunting on the lake. But we're the first ones to tell you, on the track or on the water, accidents happen fast. Nick Lamotta guy back here on AM650 KGAB. I, I apologize for getting so excitable uh, a minute or two ago. <laughs> it really does drive the drive me crazy it's always driven me crazy when this in our industry my industry um uses all these acronyms which mean absolutely nothing i remember going to one of my first training courses uh the years and years and years and years and years ago uh and it and the guy was a old-fashioned sales and service guy and he put everything very, very carefully so you could understand that he said, if I hear one person in this room, one use one acronym, they will no longer be part of this class. And it really sat with me. And he did a couple of examples, just like you just heard from Jerry. And it just sounds like gobbledygook. I, it, that meant absolutely nothing to 95% of you.
And it shouldn't do. Quite honestly, it didn't mean an awful lot to me, and I'm in the industry. I couldn't tell you what half those acronyms were. I have a pretty good idea what they were trying to say, but it meant nothing. And it it's almost like some companies enjoy doing it almost to avoid ex- the fact that what they did really wasn't that complicated. Um, anyway... I guess I'm over that one. If you'd like to join me this morning, 632 We're going to go to the phones. Let's jump to line two. Good morning, you're on Cargap. Hey, Nick. Hey, Doug, how are you? Hey, doing good. How are you doing this morning? Sounds like you're having... Uh some acronym issues uh, in your brain today. I am. Did you hear that? Yeah. I mean, you know, did you shake your head as much as I did? Because <laughs> you've been doing this job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I work for the acronym company. We, we we have an acronym for everything. We have, <laughs> uh, we have a book of acronyms, actually. Do you? Of, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's horrible. And some of them are so, so close together that you really got to listen to know... Uh, which acronym they're using to make sure you're thinking about the right thing. It just drives me yeah. back crazy. Yeah. It really does. I, we, we, we do a lousy job in our, as I said, we, I feel we do a lousy job in our industry of telling people yeah. what we did. I mean, I don't, I mean, obviously I think you have a different side now, particularly from what you do, but I mean, you've got to probably get some things that you've seen from repair places and gone, what does this mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I can always tell when it's a shop is like making something up because it just doesn't sound, you know, there's a certain way acronyms are used in the car business. Yes. And uh, so then you'll, they'll, they'll, they'll start running the acronym by me and I'll say, well, what does that mean? <laughs> I need to know what that means. I, I don't think I've ever heard of that acronym. And uh, then they'll come up with some they'll cop the wall thing, and I tell you don't know what that acronym means either, do you? <laughs> <laughs> and that's usually the service advisor, and it's usually yeah. some technician who thoroughly enjoys bamboozling exactly. the service advisor. Have you ever met a technician yeah. that wants to do that? No, never. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I worked at Halliday's, there was a guy that, and and he's still around. His name's John Christopherson. Did you do you remember John? I remember John. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he was really good at coming up and saying, well, Doug, uh, he's a lot of technical jargon. Uh, these brakes are far beyond the maximum output of the discombobulated status <laughs> of the thingamajigger that's going to go down through the energy of the place. Okay. Okay, John. Uh, regular English. What do you mean? I said regular English. Give it to me in regular English. Oh, the brakes are worn out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I got one of my guys in Cheyenne used to do that to me. Um, mm-hmm. we, we've cured him of it, and he's a fantastic technician, and he's always got yeah. an answer. In fact, he's so much always got an answer that the guys have actually nicknamed him Google. Google. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really good one. <laughs> and, and he and the things with, with this gentleman, he really does usually have the answer he's highly 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 intelligent he's a great technician but he has finally learned over the years okay stop just just get right to the point describe in layman's terms because that is what the customer needs to hear 
you may love the yeah. technical side and i understand you love it and to a certain extent i do too and we can discuss that in the shop but when we're talking to customers we need to be talking in terms that they can understand it is not fair and it's not right yeah the little switch that opens the valve that lets the gas go into the into the throttle body exactly the throttle body what's the throttle body oh the box on top of your car or your engine <laughs> yeah. I got pretty good at that. I'm still good at that. You're still good at that. You know, yeah. People, I talk to everything from a highly, you know, somebody who's a who's a high tech, highly technical to the sweet little old lady that drives her car, literally drives her car twice a week on, on only to church on Sunday. Yeah. So it's, I got to be able to tell them what they want in a term that they can understand layman's terms i guess is what you call well it. and it's important that we do that uh, because yeah. otherwise again they, they walk away with no understanding of what we've done and then no understanding yeah. of what that what cost them the money yeah. um you know one of the worst companies back in the 80s and 90s i felt for acronyms was nissan oh yeah Nissan would come out with a new car and it would have 40 different acronyms. Trying to, trying to do the, the training for that car yeah. was a nightmare. Remember when the Maxima came out and right across oh, yeah. the front of the brochure was 4DSC? Yeah. And it's like, what does 4DSC mean? It meant nothing more than four-door sports car. Yeah. <laughs> and they remember yeah. they put that on every um, side window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I remember having yeah, a talk to like, customer go, yeah, that actually means nothing. It means it's got four doors and goes a little quicker than your average car. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. And there's a lot of them, a lot of Japanese cars, and I, I, even American cars. You know, you have the XL, the XLT. Yes. And you have the XLT um, two plus two and the XLT. I mean, you just—it—it it just goes on and on. And it on. goes on and, and yeah, and, and it's—it's it's the way it goes, you know. But uh, I thought we should talk a little bit about CTL. CTL. Yeah, CTL. C yeah, so I, I have no idea what you're talking about. CTL. I thought it should be CNC. CNC. Yeah. What's CNC? Cruising and cookies. Cruising and cookies. Well, why don't we just talk about cookies? <laughs> okay, we could do that. But neither of us, you know, judging by both our shapes, neither is really to be. Well, we could talk about cookies. We just can't eat them. Right. Right. <laughs> right. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have a limitation to my cookies. Oh, you, year, you, you yeah. Donna's gonna put a limitation yeah. on you. Yeah, we we uh, we spent a lot of time inside, indoors over the winter, so. Uh, um, I just basically have grown. All of my clothes have shrunk. I know mine did too. It's distressing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, hey, Doug, I've got another person holding on line one. So why don't you hang on on line two? Okay. We'll bring this guy and then we'll go, we'll call the lady, this person, and then we will uh, come back and talk about CTL and CNC and anything else you can come up with an acronym for. Okay. I'm on hold. <laughs> All right. <Be> on hold. <laughs> Let's jump to line one. Good morning, you're on Cargab. Oh, your friendly neighborhood domestic terrorist. Greetings. Hello. Okay, Hi. well, the the thing that frustrates...
frustrated you uh, that you went off about about their invoice. The, I think believe the uh, the technical term for that practice is baffling. Yes, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yes. Crap. I got you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you still got it in, but yes, indeed. <laughs> exactly, and I'll bet that your you your appreciation for something like Nancy has just gone up another notch, hasn't it? Well, it it has with all old cars, but even with an old car, you could have people who would try and play these games, and it is just so wrong, and it's so frustrating. Uh, um, the power sports business is certainly just as bad. I mean, the, I was looking at one of the new machines that had come in from one of the manufacturers the other day, and there were seven acronyms on that motorcycle at various points on the bodywork or the fork or the shock or the bars or whatever. And it's like, okay, guys, stop it. This is ridiculous. That's right. And do they give you a dictionary or a glossary which defines the Oh yeah, dictionary? yeah, yeah, you can absolutely. That is one of the things the Japanese do well. They will give you a complete list of their acronyms and what they mean and why it's so important. Well, that's at least they at least they do that. They do do it, but actually, when they describe it as being so important, the what I always loved was Suzuki Advanced Cooling System. It just meant it was a curved radiator, basically. SACS, which, which is <laughs> which is probably a good thing. It was. It created more surface area. No, it was a great idea, but <laughs> so every Suzuki for years had SACS, or the other one Suzuki used. I remember was TSCC. Twin Swirl Combustion Chamber, which actually was a great design, and I could go into lots and lots of descriptions about it, which I won't because nobody cares. But it was, again, an example of a, a, a bunch of gobbledygook that was stuffed on the side of a, a car or a motorcycle to make them seem impressive. Well, that's, that's the whole idea is, you know, it comes down to the basic baffle them with bullcrap. Well, yeah, and maybe, of course, maybe Dodge was the one that started all this with Hemi. Oh. Okay, I got my recent <laughs> copy of the Turbo Diesel Register, <laughs> which oh, which took me which took me back to the uh, 80, 89, 90, 91 model years. And the only thing they did was uh, uh, that I saw there was W for four-wheel drive and D for two-wheel drive, which is fine. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that makes sense. Or you've got AWD, all-wheel drive. I could, I could get my head around that one. Those are all acceptable. And they've also okay. all become part of our language. I mean, 98% of people will... We, we'll understand what's written on it, and but also on an on a invoice, you would still say all wheel drive or four wheel drive. Yeah, typically. And, and now that that now you picked a topic that has piqued my interest. Uh, as you know, I cut my I'm old school and T drive, and recently front wheel drive. But how do they manage to do all wheel drive? I'd like to know the the mechanical engineering behind it because, quite frankly, I've never seen one. So there are many different varieties of it. Uh, um, Subaru was one of the earlier. Um, uh, 
adopters of it. Of course, one of the earliest ones to put an all-wheel drive car out was uh, good old AMC with the Eagle. Um, and it's really, you no know, all-wheel drive and four-wheel drive are very are going to be very similar. You're still splitting the drive through some kind of transfer case um, and differential assembly to, to get the power to the front and rear wheels. Um, there are, and this is something that will take an entire show, and I should probably do it at some point, but there are various limited slip devices which will then split the power consistently changing that to the front or the rear uh, as necessary um one of the earliest ones to be highly successful at this what with this um both on the road and indeed in competition was audi in the very very early 80s with the quattro um and that car completely changed uh, uh rally racing um back in the early 80s and everything became all-wheel drive and four-wheel drive in those all-wheel drive in those races uh and a lot of the manufacturers kind of jumped on board subaru being the big one which has continued to be they don't basically they basically do not make a vehicle that's not all-wheel drive except that now their little sports car the brz Hmm. But okay. so there are lots of different name devices, and again, I I will do a complete show on this at some point, skits, because it's something which one, I quite honestly, I'm not prepared for, and two, I want to make sure I cover all the different ones when I do it. That sounds interesting because uh, I have not seen this setup, or like uh, like I said, for me to get back into this game, I'd have to go to technical school all over again. Yes, you would. And uh, being somewhat technologically challenged anyway, and vehicles being very high tech, I think my sol- my strategy for the the foreseeable future is to uh, you know stick with something old school that works that you can work on and that uh actually big brother can't spy on you with well and there's yes and one of our other listeners adrian would agree wholeheartedly with you on that so i'm gonna let you go skits i'm going to uh get a break in here and uh we will we will i'm sure speak to you later Okay, remember, it's better to live under a rock than drown in a cesspool. <laughs> yes, indeed. Count. <laughs> we will be right back here on AM 650 KGAB. They'll challenge your authority. They'll try to break your will. They'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. Who makes the payments? Who cleans it? Who drives it? You do. That's who. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch. Until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. 
For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kids buckle up. Sensory sensitivity, repetitious behavior, lack of eye contact. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Ah, the census is a special time when we count every single person in the country. Do kids and babies count too? Of course. Counting everyone in your home helps support your neighborhood by funding schools, hospitals, and more. So complete the census by calling, going online, or returning your form by mail. It's totally private. Visit 2020census.gov and make your... Napa know-how. Tap the banner to learn more about Napa. At participating locations, exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 43021. AM 650 KGB, Nick the Motor Guy, back here on Car Gab. We've got Doug holding on line two. We have all other calls coming in on line one. Doug, hang out on line two for me if you don't mind. And and I will uh, bring in uh, whoever's on line one. Good morning, you're on Car Gab. Hey, good morning, Nick. Eric here. Hello, Eric. Hey. Good to hear you, my friend. Hey, good to, good to hear you guys, too. I listen every Saturday, so but uh, I don't always call in. <laughs> but uh, you're talking about Ackermans and... Well, in the military, they they don't have they have what they call nomenclatures. Yes. All right. <laughs> right. Now I'm in basic. I just got there. Right, and we have a uh, a platoon uh, sergeant. He's not even a uh, a staff sergeant. He's just a three three striper, you know. And he's he's telling us all about different nomenclatures and everything. And so at the end of it, he says, uh, "Private Miller, I want you to go over to supply and get me a TRWE." Right. So I, I fell for it. I went over there, and, I, and, uh, and there's a whole bunch of uh, people online uh, speaking to the supply sergeant and whatnot, you know, and he says, so he gets to me, he says, uh, uh, what are you here for? I says, uh, Sergeant so-and-so sent me over for TRWE. He says, hold on a moment. And he says, he walks away, he goes out back, and he brings, he had, he had a small tree uh, in a ball of burlap, right? <laughs> and he says, he says, you know, you're going to have to go along with this because I'm tired of this, you know? And he says, I'll arrange for a sergeant to be co called over to HQ, you know, and, and you're going to deliver this to his room. You know, <laughs> sergeants had a, they had a private room. Right. But as you, as you drag this thing along and, and every time you stop, give it a good bang on the ground so you got some dirt coming through the burlap. You know, right? So he says you're gonna have to. He, he, you with me? I says yeah, yeah, sure. You know, <laughs> do whatever so, I'm told. <laughs> so anyway, I I did it and uh, I put it in his room. He says, you know, I laid it down heavy so there's dirt all over the place. You know, and <laughs> then I then I go about my business. He comes back from headquarters and he and he well, uh, private military. Did you get my TRWE? I said yes, sir. 
you know, yes, Sergeant, no, sir. So he's a sergeant. You're right. Boy, he walked in this room, he had a fit. <laughs> I bet he did. <laughs> he got his T-R-double-E. <laughs> he thought he was smart. He never pulled out again. So right. No. Yeah. Yeah. I had a youngster work for me many, many years ago in my first business uh, back in England, which... I, I haven't talked about a lot, but anyway, I had, a, I had this youngster work for me, and he was just obnoxious. And I was young myself. I mean, I was in my early 20s. Um, but this kid was, I don't know, 16. He was part of the, the, the British YTS, or Youth Training Scheme. Um, and anyway, I, we just couldn't get him to calm down. He just annoyed me. And I was talking to one of our local um, car parts places called Cards. And I remember this guy, Brian, worked at Cards, and I'm just like, God, this kid is just driving me nuts. And he's like, oh, Nick, no problem. Just send him down here for a long wait. And I went, what? He said, don't worry about it. Um, just say that, say that, send him down. Ask you to see me um, for, for a long wait. And so, so I sent this kid down there, and he comes back about an hour and a half later, and he's just bright red in the face, steaming. And he, he guess he'd walked into cards, and Brian was sitting at the desk, and he said, "Yeah, Nick from uh, Taurus Motorcycles sent me down to for a long wait." And so Brian said, "Oh yeah, let me go in the back." And so Brian went in the back and just left him standing at the counter. <laughs> Uh, it, it, it did calm him down, though. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, uh, 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 England had a uh, Britain had a lot of no, uh, a lot of Ackermans, you know, and uh, one of the ones that people don't understand today: uh, forbidden use of carnal knowledge. Right. Yeah. 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 They did, but they, I, I hear young kids and young girls using this word. Oh yeah. They have no idea. Oh no! Yeah, the the use of the English language is yeah. terrifying a lot of yeah. the time nowadays. Yeah. Oh, I'm making myself feel sound old. <laughs> hey, you can't feel older than me because I'm actually old. <laughs> yeah, but you still act young. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric, young, it's young. great to hear from you. All right, Nick, you have a good day, and I'll be listening. Take care, my friend. Right, bye, bye. Bye, bye. And we're going to take another quick break, and then we're going to come back with Doug and talk more CTL and CNC right here on. Um, what is it? Oh, yeah, AM 650 KGAB. More acronyms for you. We'll be right back. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Here is my handle and here is my spout. No, that, like this. When I get all steamed up, then I shout. Tip! 
Me over it. Pull me out. <laughs> this is WWE superstar Roman Reigns. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take Motorsports.com or see the CF Moto lineup at Cheyenne Motorsports. 2000 Westland Road, delivering fun since 1967. AM650, KGB, Nick the Motor Guy, back here on Cogav. Doug, you still hanging out there with me, my friend? Oh, yeah, I'm still here. All right. Doug Arnold, the Cruise Night Video Guy. Uh, yeah. and I, I, we are almost at a year where this crazy idea started between you and Charles, and I kind of elbowed in on it, and here we are. Yeah, yep, here we are. Uh, later. The, the, the committee meeting went really well. I, I want to thank publicly all of the folks who came out and supported the, there were several people in the room, there were a lot of people on Zoom. I don't know who you were because I couldn't see how many were on Zoom. I was just told by the uh, lady conducting the meeting there were a bunch of people on Zoom. So I just want to thank everybody who made the effort to get to that meeting. Uh, John Arsenega, thank you for, for showing up and uh, and and it, it was pretty funny. One of the councilmen um, said, well, we've heard from Ms. Martinez and Mr. Dodson, but quite honestly, if, if Mr. Arsenega says it's good, then I'm good with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, John's been around a while, you know. He has. <laughs> I don't know if he grew up here, but I know he worked most of his, most of his professional career was, was here. And, uh, you know, he's always been a, uh, always been a, a trusted source for anything that has to do with cars. Another stab at bipartisanship. I'm Pam Puso, Fox News. Lawmakers from both sides of the aisle will meet with President Biden on Monday to talk about his infrastructure plan. And the president pushing to change the tax code. The reason he wants to make sure American companies are actually paying some of those taxes to help with infrastructure, relating those two ideas together. The White House looking at $2.5 trillion over a decade and a half to help finance roads and whatnot. The president wants to increase the corporate tax rate from 21% under President Donald Trump to 28%. Moderate Senator Joe Manchin said, let's just meet in the middle, maybe look at something like 25%. Fox's David Spunt. Republicans have scoffed at the price tag and at some of the items the White House considers infrastructure, like universal pre-K. Progressive Democrats say the plan needs to be bigger. The two parties are also on opposite ends when it comes to possibly packing the Supreme Court. A commission established through an executive order signed by the president yesterday will study it. Well, I think this commission is probably pressure from Biden's left flank, number one, if he has any memory of calling it a bonehead idea when he did do that. Senate Republican Mike Braun, the commission has six months to examine the issue. With space severely limited at our southern border, some of the migrants in the Phoenix area are being temporarily housed in hotels. The mayor's office telling us they were informed about migrants staying in local hotels about a week ago. The office was told only intact families would be housed and not unaccompanied minors. It's the office's understanding that the families will be housed for 72 hours and will then go to the International Rescue Committee. That's reporter Danielle Miller with TV affiliate Fox 10 in Phoenix. America's listening to Fox News.
to Fox News Audio on the Fox News app. Listen to hear your favorite hosts like Brian Kilmeade, Jimmy Fallon, and Guy Benson standing up for what's right live and via podcast. Just click listen, then swipe right and hear the latest news updates on your time. And scroll down to hear the latest podcasts from Fox News. And it's even easier to listen in the car with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Get programming alerts and notifications. Fox News Audio is on the Fox News app. The Voices America Trusts. Downloaded now. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Ben Dominich, publisher of The Federalist, and I'm inviting you to join a new conversation with the smartest thinkers out there about the country and where we're going. It's the Ben Dominich Podcast. You can subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, foxnewspodcast.com, or wherever you download your podcast. This new show will feature deep dive interviews with newsmakers and some of your favorite Fox News analysts. I hope you'll join me. Subscribe to the Ben Dominich Podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Georgia is crunching the numbers. Republican Governor Brian Kemp says when Major League Baseball decided to move this summer's All-Star game out of Atlanta, lots of dollar signs followed. Tens of millions of dollars in revenue, some estimate around 90 to 100 million. Uh, I read something this morning, 8,000, I hadn't really thought about this, but 8,000 hotel bookings that are now gone. The boycott was in response to Georgia's new voting laws that opponents say disenfranchise people of color. In the face of soaring coronavirus cases, Michigan's governor is urging educators to suspend in-person learning for the next two weeks at high schools. Governor Gretchen Whitmer is also recommending a pause to all youth sports and indoor dining. Michigan Congresswoman Debbie Dingell says her district has been hit hard. All hospitals, every hospital in my district is at capacity. They're now canceling. Uh, surgeries, etc. The head of Michigan's High School Sports Association says the competition will go on as planned unless local districts opt out. Coronavirus restrictions will likely limit the send-off for Britain's Prince Philip, who died yesterday at the age of 99. Prince Philip always said he didn't want a big state funeral. He wanted something smaller. He wanted no fuss, and that's what he's going to get. Instead, there's going to be a small family service in Windsor next Saturday. The Queen will also now enter a period of mourning, which could go on for weeks. Remember, they were married for 73 years. Politics here in the UK has been paused for eight days. No campaigning, no government announcement. Fox's Benjamin Hall, wall-to-wall -wall coverage by the BBC yesterday apparently struck a chord with some viewers. The UK's national broadcaster says it's received so many complaints about excessive coverage that it set up a special website for people to register their objections. It's unclear how many people Fox News. Your day weather forecast brought to you by Four Corner Siding. No matter the weather, Four Corner Siding can help protect your home. For your Saturday, gorgeous sunshine, breezy afternoon winds around 30 miles an hour. Highs going to be lower in mid-60s today, mainly clear tonight with lows back in the upper 20s. Cooling off again Sunday, then staying cooler into the work week. Plenty of sunshine Sunday and Monday. Highs will be around the mid-40s, blustery winds, lows mid-20s, with chances for snow returning Tuesday through the end of the week. I'm day weather meteorologist Don Watson. If baby could talk, she'd say a lot. You'd know what she's thinking and what makes her happy. But unfortunately, baby can't talk or remind you. You're the one taking her to daycare today. And she won't speak up if you drive straight to work like any other day and never think to look in the backseat. Every year, dozens of kids die from heat stroke in cars. No one is perfect. So set a reminder and always look before you lock. Where's baby? Paid for by NHTSA.
AM650, KGB, Nick the Motor Guy, back here on CogApp. We've got a second hour of the show today. We're going to be as acronym-free as we possibly can be for the next 53 minutes or 52 minutes and 15 seconds. And to help us along, at least for a little while with that, is Doug Arnold, uh, the cruise video guy. Um, of course, we are both really excited. Cruise of Legends starts again, second year. Um, it is almost exactly one year that we started chatting about this here on Cargab, and it has grown to something that neither of us could have uh, possibly believed. Doug, you're still there. I'm still hanging in here. All right, good deal. Here a while, but uh, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry about that. We'll, we'll, we'll just hang with you now for a while. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's worth the wait. Hey, you know, uh, it was it was so funny how cruise nights just came out of just a one little Facebook post and we've talked about it a thousand times we have and we don't need to hash on it much more but it just had that Facebook post not happened I'm wondering if it would have still something like that would have still happened or maybe not who knows it's uh, it was something that just came out of just a kind of a fluke more than anything I think I think it was, and it was the right time. It needed a sp yeah. it, the spark that that caused, and through the show that afternoon and evening, and yeah. or evening, and then the Saturday, Saturday with the show, and then that afternoon um, on Facebook, yeah. and not the car because Shan Cruz Knight's Facebook page didn't exist in those days. Um, no. We I didn't no. start that for about two weeks till about two weeks later when we started doing the charity stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the, right. the, the it was all done. I and I'm trying to remember. It was I don't think it was online garage sale. It was one of those sort of local Facebook pages. You know you're you're from Cheyenne if you remember. That's it. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, and it's yeah. still a great page, and I love following it. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a great page, and and it's a good place to hook, catch you, to hook up with friends and people that you knew back then and. You know, there's not, not too many people from Cheyenne that grew up in Cheyenne that weren't a part of that. Yep. Uh, at one time or another. And then, you know, the the, the the input that we've had from our our members of our Facebook page, you know, I don't know how many people have actually are listed on that page, but it's a lot. And we heard from a lot of them over the last couple of months, well, three, four weeks, with regards <laughs> yeah. to the potential for changing the having to change the route and the parking lot and things of that nature and you know the most the majority of people are very very supportive and 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 there's a few that felt differently about it was towards the good and nobody really towards the bad i think everybody's had the same thing in mind that they want to keep it going well, you get the you get the typical pushback. You're always getting around around here because we are a bunch yeah. of independent folk, and yeah. I, this is not a criticism. So anybody listening out there, please don't think I'm criticizing it. But they're going, right. well, I don't need the city council, or the CPD, yeah. telling me when and where I can drive my car. That is not what anybody was trying to do. That is certainly yeah. not what my yeah. goal was in going to the authorities. I just wanted to make sure that everyone had an understanding when we started right. so that we didn't have to try and rescue this when somebody had a problem. Where we're at well, now we is got, the route we got, is... We've got a thousand cars driving around the strip yeah. and the parking lot full trying to 
raise money and have the authority, you know, have somebody come and say, look, uh, you're going to have to cease and desist. Right. You know, because uh, this, 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 this didn't happen right or that didn't happen right. And uh, it's better to be safe than sorry. Um, we don't want, we didn't want to have to do it in while we were in full stride. It was no. better to do it before it started. And I think we did it the right way. Um, you know, and, and we got a lot of input. And, and uh, you know, even the ones that were just kind of you know, radical, I'll call them radical about it. They have radical thoughts about cruising. Um, they what what they wanted to do in cruising is a little bit different than what maybe you or I want to do. Right. Uh, it is an open cruise night, just so everybody knows. It's an open cruise night. We don't really run the cruise part of it. We don't. Um, we don't tell you where to cruise, <laughs> and we, we don't, don't want to. to cruise. <laughs> we don't tell you why to cruise, and we don't tell you how to cruise. It, it's you know what we do is we try to keep some kind of organization towards it as far as the, the fundraising is concerned and I think that's the thing that a lot of people misunderstand I've had, I still have people, I've had people this year already hey, when does it start where do we go and how much does it cost? Right, yeah Well, how much does it cost, Nick? It nothing. costs absolutely nothing more than your good heart deciding to put some exactly. money in the bucket for the charity and exactly. going down to one of our great restaurants in Cheyenne right. and picking up a burger or whatever your little heart desires. Exactly, exactly. And uh, I think this year we're, we're gonna we're gonna have a little more fun with it. Yeah, because we we are we do we are putting a little committee together to more or less just to kind of coordinate um, events when we do have an event. So our charities are events. Yep. Um, our chair, anytime we raise money, those are events. So we've talked in the past about doing some car shows here and there. Uh, just, uh, just uh, what do they call it when you do it on the spur of the moment? Um. For the moment, car show. Yeah, it's for the moment, car show. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I, and maybe I have a couple of cruise nights. We may have a cruise night dedicated to, I don't know, all air-cooled engines. There you go. Right. Oh, and that doesn't mean that you can't bring your Prius out. You're still allowed to drive your Prius, even though I think right. you're crazy for owning one. Right. But you can still drive your Prius if you so desire. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and believe it or not, there are a few Priuses out there. There are. Right along with everybody is. I've seen just about everything. I think you can see. Um, Somebody is now going to try to bring something out just to prove to you that that is not fact. Well, that and the fact that I've heard of a lot of. I've, I've seen a lot of comments where people said, "You know, I worked all winter long on my on my car." I know. Isn't that great? I couldn't cruise with it last year, but I'm going to cruise with it this year. And to me, that's cool. That's just cool. Right it's there. so cool. And we're getting, I mean, we're seeing it over Midas at Lincoln Way. Um, I was talking to Tyler and Ronnie the other day, and they were telling me that they have got multiple cars coming in over the last two, three weeks, all being readied, uh, get, getting yeah. us to do the work. So they're ready to go for cruise nights in whatever older vehicle yeah. they have. Yeah, yeah. And then they're getting the license. And a lot of them weren't licensed um, for whatever reason. Yep. I, I've had people say, you know, do we have to get a, a license for this? Well, yes, you do. If you're going to drive it on the streets, you have to get it licensed. Yep. Well, what about the race cars? 
Well, they shouldn't be on the they shouldn't be on the streets. You can trailer it they, and put it in the parking lot to look at. Yep, they trailer them in and 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 unload it on the parking lot, and it sits there, and you look at it. So it's just what you just said. So it's just a it's it's a pretty wide diverse group of people, age group. Yep. Um, the kind of cars they want to drive, ethnic background, you name it. It's it's it's, it's, it's diverse. A thing as anything that's ever been done in Cheyenne, and I think it's it's going to keep getting better. I, I really do. I think now that we've gotten over this little hump that we're we had to jump through this little hoop, I think we'll be fine. I, I believe and we that. will. Um, we're going to continue to work with CPD, um, who have yeah. been fantastic. We'll continue to work yeah. with anybody who has a concern either direction. Yeah. Um, we do not want to control cruising. The last thing Doug right. and I need in this world is another job. We didn't want it. Right. We came out right. to, to escape just as much as all the rest of you. Um, it, it, it completely changed my Saturday nights. And I'll admit, by the end, of it, there were a couple of Saturday nights where I'm going, you know, I just want to stay home tonight. And I didn't come out yeah. as much. But uh, yeah. I, yeah. it's been fantastic. And I... I mean, we've raised nearly $40,000 for these charities. I hope we blow that away this year. Right. In fact, I'd be, I'm even going to put a challenge out on the page, a challenge to to blow the the Girl Scout cookie sales out of the water. Oh, yeah. I, I want them sold out of cookies. Yeah. I want them, I want them to sell so many cookies, they got to order more. Yep. They have to order more. So... And, and you know they get so many cookies a year. Well, they sell them, and then they get so, they get a lot that they can sell it out in public like this. Yep. And uh, I want them to be able to to have to order more. That's that's just what my thoughts are. I agree with and you. Then, uh, the the other thing I just want to talk about real quick before we go. Oh, is Jesus. If you're gonna be a knucklehead, you're gonna you're gonna get in trouble. Yep. That's just all there is to it. And it's not going to be Nick or I that gets you in trouble. It's not going to be necessarily the Cheyenne Police Department or the mayor that's going to get you in trouble. But, you know, the peop the majority of the people that cruise on cruise night are there to enjoy the evening and their car and their friends and their family yep. and just have a relaxing night. So, and I don't, I'm, I don't need to give a definition of knucklehead. Um, Brian Kozak last year used that term, and I thought it was a good term. It was. But if, you, if you're going to be a knucklehead, you're probably going to get in trouble for it. So, it, and we have no control over that whatsoever. So it's, you know, that's just that's just something that I just want to put that out there. You know, and I don't need to say what the things you don't you shouldn't do are because I think everybody. Knows. And if if you're not sure what you shouldn't do, we have a great list on the Facebook page. Which I'm sure Doug will be reposting before next week. Exactly. I got about three or four posts that I'm going to put up uh, before next week. And uh, the, our committee, uh, we're going to try to meet before the first cruise night. If we can't meet before it, then we'll meet the night of the first cruise night. I mean, it's uh, it's not running the cruise night, so it's not going to stop it from happening no. if we don't have a meeting. But uh, the, those that are involved are pretty excited about being involved and anybody else that you know wants to be involved just just reach know. out yeah we'll we'll figure out a way for you to help you know it's it's more just kind of keeping an eye on things and 
and helping raise well and we hope and there are people who've said hey well how about doing t-shirts how about doing hats and we've got the tie-in now with the Cheyenne Depot Museum who's going to help us with that stuff which means we also promote and raise money for those guys which is vitally important in my opinion Uh, there'll be a place to go buy t-shirts and if we have something other than t-shirts well that'll be there'll be a place to go buy those yeah and we want to keep spreading this we want this to be a regular thing um every exactly. weekend I, I i am absolutely astounded at the number of calls i'm getting from colorado is this happening when's it happening so please if right. you're listening and i know we've got a lot of colorado listeners who who like to come up for this get on the facebook page share the cruise nights facebook page on um on your facebook page we'd love to see tons of people coming up from colorado and i'm going to say this quite selfishly i love to see a car some of you guys got some really 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 cool cars and even more selfishly you spend money in my city help the non-profits that help this community and we'd love to see we'd love you involved the more the better yeah most of our charities are local versions of the bigger nation, national charity anyway. Yes, indeed. So it's just, it's just, you know, it's the local chapter of, say, the Girl Scouts or the local chapter of uh, Wheels on Meals on Wheels or whatever the... Whatever it is, indeed. Whatever yeah. Whatever it is. And we usually will post what that particular charity is actually stands for, what they're out there actually raising money for. We'll, a few days before the cruise, we'll, we'll post what they do and why they do and we will talk about them on this show (laughs) Um, and we're going to be a lot more organized this year because doug and i sat back out in january and february and we already have the charities chosen last year it was oh we need to get a charity for this week and somebody drop out it it was a nightmare i spent so many hours this week this year everyone has a date all i gotta do is an email and we are good to go yep yeah, we won't have any nights that won't have one, that's for sure. For sure. And so with that, I'm going to get off of the phone, Nick. And you you get off the phone. I'm going to take a break. I did have somebody holding on line one who I think gave up on us, but uh, hopefully they'll call back. And uh, we will, uh, we'll speak soon, and we'll definitely have yeah. you on the show next week. Definitely need to talk probably about the middle of the week, Nick. I'll get in touch with you. Sounds great, Doug. All right. All right. Have a good one. Take care. See ya. Doug Arnold, Shane Cruise Night Guy, been putting a ton of work, ton of effort, uh, and it's uh, really paid off. We've got a wonderful thing going on Saturday nights here. Starting next week, April 17th, which is a very special date for me, but I'll talk about that next week. But anyway, April 17th, Saturday, from around 6-ish to around 8.39-ish, come down, buy Girl Scout cookies, go to a local restaurant, and enjoy just being around car people and seeing all the kids out. I'm, I'm so excited. Key of Cheyenne, call 775-0123 or go to keyofcheyenne.com. We'll make it easy. So how are things? Family good? Yeah. Yeah, they're, we're doing well. well. Hey, we missed you at the game last week. Is everything all right? I, uh... I just haven't been feeling like me lately. Okay. You know I'm here for you, right? And there's support too. That's a cut. 
Beautiful, fellas. Beautiful. Acting is one thing. Talking about suicide in real life is another. In the military, you take challenges head on. And now it's your turn to do the same for our veterans. Be there for someone you care about. Learn how you can start the conversation at BeThereForVeterans.com. And 650 KGB, Nick the Motor Guy, back here on Cargav. I just uh, did a lot of talk about cruise nights. I, I, I apologize if that frustrated somebody. I know we did have somebody on line one. If you'd like to give us a call back, I'd love to talk to you. 632-6500. Our second line is 632-3323. 1-888-503-6500. All right. So the weather has got warmer. Um, yes, I, 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 I'm listening to Doug and all the, the weather guys here at the station and they're telling us we're going to have a roller coaster weather week here in Cheyenne. Well, that happens too. But it does mean that uh, when you get ready for cruise night next week, your car may have been parked a while. So what should you check? And I, a lot of us with the, the, the um, pandemic and the lockdowns and maybe the, the, there are cars that you just haven't driven, you just haven't even looked at. So now it's a chance to get them out, car, motorcycle, whatever. The big thing immediately, anytime a vehicle's been parked for a long time, is take a good look underneath it. Um, pull it out, take a look at the concrete where it's been sitting. Are there any leaks? If there are leaks, what color are those leaks? Identify what the fluid is. Um, don't just assume if it's all that it's engine oil particularly if you have a four-wheel drive or a manual transmission a, the oils used in those can be exactly the same as the oil in your engine and one of the things i see very often at this time of year coming into the midas stores is vehicles with completely destroyed transmissions rear ends and transfer cases the typical engine holds five to nine quarts of oil. The typical manual transmission or transfer case or differential can hold as, as little as a quart to a quart and a half. Therefore, when a leak occurs, it doesn't take a lot of leaking over a period of time for it to be low. And when it runs low, gears and bearings run out of oil. When gears and bearings run out of oil, they are no longer cooled, they are no longer lubricated, and they get grumpy. And when they get grumpy, they do nasty things like seizing, i.e. not turning the way they should. That will create huge amounts of damage, huge repair bills, and in some cases, particularly when we're talking about some of the older vehicles, classic vehicles, sometimes da damage to what are darn nearly irreplaceable parts. So do take a little bit of time. 
One of the other things that we see at this time of year with our crazy temperatures up and down and up and down and up and down, we've had extreme colds. We're now getting some warmth. We then get to cold, not necessarily extreme, but just back and forth and back and forth. And you've one of the things you really want to look at it that is cooling cooling systems. This is when hoses can start to drip very slightly. Water pump, water pump seals can fail. This is a very common thing we see in the shops at this time of year. It may only be the slightest leak. You may only see a tiny amount of fluid. Don't ignore it. Because what can happen is that tiny little leak, which is leaking with the engine off and no pressure behind it, once the engine starts, comes up to tension, is used for a longer uh, drive time, can cause that seal to fail completely and very, very rapidly and leave you again on the side of the road or worse with a severely overheated engine. So again, something you all want to be terribly, terribly careful of, particularly with older vehicles. Some of the older vehicles don't have temperature gauges. They don't have oil pressure gauges. They, a lot of vehicles didn't have those in those days. So the first time you actually know there's a problem is when there's a big red light that comes on. Unfortunately, and a lot of people found this back in the day, by the time that light comes on, well, it is too late. It will typically have cooked something and done some pretty severe damage. We'll talk about this more. On services and the Ad Council. In 1977, an eight-year-old boy picked up the game of golf from his father. The odds of that same boy winning the U.S. Open twice, one in 1.2 billion. The odds of him having a child diagnosed with autism, one in 110. Ernie Else encourages you to learn the signs of autism at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. NASCAR champion Bobby Lavani here with my brother Terry and my nephew Justin. You know, every sport has its essential safety gear. For racing, we wear helmets, fire retardant suits, and no mex gloves. For fishing, waterfowl hunting, and boating, we wear life jackets. After an intense race, there's nothing more relaxing than bass fishing or a little duck hunting on the lake. But we're the first ones to tell you, on the track or on the water, accidents happen fast. Your day weather forecast brought to you by Four Corner Siding. No matter the weather, Four Corner Siding can help protect your home. For your Saturday, gorgeous sunshine, breezy afternoon winds around 30 miles an hour. High is going to be lower in mid-60s today. Mainly clear tonight with lows back in the upper 20s. Cooling off again Sunday, then staying cooler into the work week. Plenty of sunshine Sunday and Monday. Highs will be around the mid-40s, blustery winds, lows mid-20s, with chances for snow returning Tuesday through the end of the week. I'm day weather meteorologist Don Watzel. Um, hello, it's me. The designer jeans in your closet. The back of your closet. What am I doing here? Would you keep caviar in the back of your fridge with the ketchup and old milk? Yeah, I don't think so. So what happened to us? I mean, have you seen my label? I used to summer in the Hamptons, and now I'm stuck behind a pair of sweats. Sure, I never really fit you quite right, and one of my pockets is so small you can't even squeeze your hand into it. But it's all about the look. And I look good. I need to get back out on the scene so I can be seen. You know, going to fancy parties, getting expensive iced coffees, Sunday fun days, okay? So take me to Goodwill. 
where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create new jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. AM 650 KGAB. Nick the Motor Guy back here on Car Gap. We've got about, oh, 25 minutes or so of the show left today. If you'd like to join me, 632 Wanted to continue on the on the theme of uh, just being checking vehicles over again. We're get, getting to the stage where kids are going to be out of school here at the end of May. Uh, road trips are going to start happening. Um, motorhomes and trucks that you may not have used, classic cars for cruise nights. All these things are going to start getting back out on our roads, and it's and i'm as guilty of this as anybody i i've i've got a nice collection of cars where i'm very fortunate to have and i don't always get to check them over as well as i should and it, it typically when i don't do it is when it bites me in the rear end i swear british cars have something built into them that say i haven't been uh um i haven't been into uh I haven't been used recently. I haven't been looked after, and therefore I'm just going to uh, to, to misbehave. Um, hopefully, domestic cars and trucks behave better than British ones. But really, to to make uh, to make sure that, that the vehicle is ready to go before you take it out. Again, we. We've all seen this in the summer, the fifth or the first time the vehicles are taken out, the first warm days. There tend to be all kinds of cars broken down on the side of the road. And it's usually something fairly simple. The other problem, of course, with newer vehicles I've spoken about this so often is they really don't need any love um, in the in the way that we used to think about a car back in the 60s and so before and going way back but even right up through the 70s even through the 80s you really had to you know have your tune-up have your mechanic look at the carburetor the spark plugs the distributor the cap the rotor the, the wires all these things we've talked about on this show before and if you've got an older vehicle, you're not used to looking at those things now. And they will start to give problems when they haven't had any care and any love. So if, you're, if you've bought yourself a classic vehicle or if you've bought yourself an older RV or something like that, just 
make sure that you have somebody help you go over it. There are a lot of local shops that can help you with that. There's a lot of local people who help you with that. I know with Cruise Nights, just jump on the Cruise Nights Facebook page and uh, say, hey, I need help. I know Doug and I helped a, a young couple with a Chevy truck last year that was struggling with it. Um, happy, and of course, through the show here, feel free to call me. I may, I may not be able to give you the exact answer. Most of the time I can't, but at least give you an area where to look and what to check and when to check it. One of the other things that I see so often in older vehicles, classic vehicles is, or, or just as I'm driving around and hear them, um, the whine from the power steering. Power steering hoses have a pretty hard time and people forget about them. Power steering, of course, is basically, well, we'll ignore modern vehicles. We're talking pre-2010 here. They run on hydraulic fluid. So there's a pump. There is a belt that runs that pump. Typically, it's part of the serpentine belt system, but on older vehicles, it would be a separate V-belt. There would be um hoses there would be a hose which is a pressure hose that goes down to the steering mechanism be it a steering box or a steering rack there will be a hose that comes back the return hose the pressure hose tends to be a crimped manufactured rubber reinforced rubber hose which has a certain amount of flex in with specialized fittings on each end to contain the pressure through banjo fittings. If you've never seen a banjo fitting, it's basically a circular hole attached, a circular piece attached to the end of that line with a special bolt with a hole in it. I have seen, and this is quite common, so do be aware of it. You must, 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 must use the correct bolt that came with the vehicle or came with the hose for your vehicle. You cannot use a regular bolt because guess what? It doesn't have a hole in it. And guess what? You won't have any fluid flowing and it can actually create other damage other than the, you obviously won't have power steering. So that system has to be carefully looked after. So if you replace the pressure hose, make sure you use the correct bolt. Make sure you use the copper washers that come in that fitting. Try not to reuse them. If you're, for some reason, I very rarely see it, but it does occasionally happen where the supplier has forgotten to put the little bag of copper washers in. But always use, try to use new copper washers when you're installing a new power steering pressure hose because they do not reseal. I promise you. 99 times out of 100, when you reuse that copper washer, it doesn't reseal. I know this because I have tried it on my own vehicles, and every time I have regretted it. On the So that's the pressure hose. On the return hose, the return hose is typically a piece of, again, reinforced hose. You can buy these at Napa or any of the, the, the car parts places, it often will not be a hose in the same form as the pressure hose with special fittings. It will literally be a piece of hose held by a clamp at each end. 
this is actually the one where I see the most failures. Um, that for whatever reason, those hoses don't seem to last as well as the custom built ones. And again, when they start leaking, there's not a lot of fluid in a power steering system. Typical power steering pumps only hold maybe, maybe a quart at most, probably less. Once those start leaking, those can go dry very, very quickly. And, well, I don't need to tell anybody, I don't think. When you have a pump that's spinning at engine speed, go dry. Not only is it no longer pumping the fluid, but the fluid that it pumps is actually part of the system that keeps it lubricated itself and cooled. So as soon as that pump goes dry, it's going to be damaged. So again, if you see a fluid you don't recognize, take a look at the power steering system. If you are hearing noises every time you move the steering wheel, that is a very good in indication that you are starting to be low on power steering fluid. Definitely get something, look at that yourself, get somebody to look at it. It is, uh, a, can become a very expensive part. Occasionally, and this isn't as common, you will get power, uh, power steering, the steering box itself or the steering rack itself actually start to fail and cause and have leaks coming from those. If you don't see any leaks coming from the hoses, follow the hoses down to the steering mechanism. In older um, American vehicles, it will be a, a steering box that looks basically like a, a cube with um, rods attached to the bottom of it, typically. Where you will see the fluid leaking is, again, typically out the bottom where that shaft attaches. On more modern vehicles or a lot of European and Asian older vehicles, those will have what's called a steering rack. Again, follow the lines down. The steering rack is an assembly which typically bolts on the back of the engine subframe. Again, has arms going out to each of the front wheels so you can come back so follow go to the wheels see where that steering mechanism is follow it back and see if there's any oil dripping out of either of the rubber bellows that are each end of that if that is the case unfortunately there is no other choice than replace that entire steering rack that can be one quite expensive and two can be a beast of a job but there is no other way around it I can already hear somebody calling or thinking, well, what about these power steering fluids that say they'll, they'll fix leaks? You've heard me talk about snake oils before. You know I don't believe in them. I would love to be able to tell you that you can run down to somewhere and buy a bottle of Dr. Steering's perfect resealer of power steering. You probably can buy it. And probably in Dr. Steering's mind, it is perfect. However, I have never seen in 35 plus years now that actually have any benefit whatsoever. So save your money towards getting the piece replaced that actually needs replaced. And if it's a power steering hose, no amount of special snake oil liquid is going to fix a hose that's gonna need to be replaced the good news is the hoses particularly the return hose it's cheap it's inexpensive and typically a pretty easy job on the other side the the pressure hose 
yeah, they are more pricey. I mean, you could typically anywhere from 70 up through a couple of hundred dollars. However, once it's done, they do last a really good long time. So that's a quick thing on power steering. We're going to take a break. I'll be right back here on AM650 KGAB. The thought of my sons growing up without me inspired me to quit smoking. I talked to my doctors and then I threw away all my cigarettes, ashtrays and lighters. I started exercising instead of smoking. Getting support from friends online kept me on track. Staying away from alcohol when I was first quitting was key. Instead of smoking after I ate, I'd get up and take a walk. I missed having a cigarette in my hand, so I'd hold a pen or a straw, anything. Until I knew I wouldn't give in to temptation, I spent more time with my friends who didn't smoke. I went to places that were smoke-free. I didn't stay quit the very first time I tried. I kept on trying, and I learned something each time. Do whatever it takes. No matter how many times it takes. I quit. I quit. I quit. We did it. So can you. You can quit. For free help, call 1-800-QUIT-NOW. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and CDC. M650 KJB Nick the Motor Guy back here on Car Gap. If you'd like to join me this morning, 632 6500, 632 6500. As we're talking about getting cars back on the road that may have sat the whole winter, may not have been used, um, of course, tire pressures is one that I always continue continually go on about. I'm not going to bore you all to death with it. I'm going to remind you, tire pressure is found in your owner's manual, on your door jam. The correct tire pressure for your vehicle is not found on the sidewall. I'll say enough and I'll move on from that very, very quickly. Um, one of the other things... Most cars over the last 40 years have had air conditioning on them. Air conditioning, again, when it's not being used, I, it can start to, the, there is a lubricant inside that air conditioning system. That keeps seals and everything kind of happy and, uh, and going. And when it's not run regularly, it can actually start to cause issues. Uh, if you fire up your car and you start your air conditioning, you hear the, uh, the clutch and you hear, it's like a tick noise. It's like a click. And you'll see the engine RPM go up and down along with that click. And it may happen every 15, 20, 30 seconds. If that is happening, that is an indication that the refrigerant is low in that system. There's something you want to get addressed as quickly as possible. Because when the refrigerant goes down, again, the system is going to fail. 
The more an AC system is ignored, the more expensive it gets. Very often, the refrigerant may have just leaked out of just something as simple as one of the Schrader valves where you actually introduce the refrigerant. It doesn't mean it's a very expensive repair. Probably 50% of the AC systems that we do at the Midas stores here in Cheyenne and Fort Collins and Greeley, those are actually... Um, simple simple repairs that require the correct machinery re require a, a, a well-trained technician to know what to look at and these chemicals are not good to get out into the atmosphere so do take these to a shop um but do get them taken care of because if they're ignored and you end up cratering a compressor well that what probably could have been a hundred or two hundred dollar repair can turn into a thousand or thousands of dollars repair and if it's a more modern vehicle one of the things we are seeing at the shops regularly right now is a complete lack of ability of the manufacturers to produce the parts we have a 2018 chevy colorado that is still waiting for a compressor and it's been five or six months so this is something to, again to, to just Try and get ahead of, particularly as you're recommissioning a vehicle that may have been may have been parked for a while. Let's jump to the phones. Good morning, you're on Car Gap. Good morning. How are you? Uh, good morning. How are you doing? Good. Good. Um, I better shut my radio all the way off. <laughs> yes, please do, because otherwise I get all kinds of feedback. <laughs> <laughs> it's off. Um. I called you uh, several years ago. I bought a 69 Mustang Coupe. Okay. And uh, they shoot in a 360 truck engine into it. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, we were talking and about the shape I of the transmission bell housings find, and things. Yeah, I've been trying to find a, at least something I could trust. Engine out of the junkyards. Yeah, I ain't going so well. <laughs> yeah. Most of them have had, you know, like 100,000 miles on them. Yep. Man. And I was calling to see what crate engine you might advise. I'm kind of old school. I kind of would like the carburetor. The, I, I know it's stupid, but... No, uh, it's not stupid. I've, so. I, I like the engines with carburetors. I just accept that I'm going to have to mess with them occasionally uh yeah. but uh, and as long as that's an acceptable piece of what you want from the car that's great i would never dare criticize anybody for that the challenge you are going to have is because somebody shoehorned the 360 in that i'm assuming when they shoehorned the 360 and they shoehorned in the transmission that matched the 360 correct so it's going to be the old round bell housing kind are you automatic car its whole life, or was it a manual car? Well, looking up the VIN numbers, it said it was a straight six and on the floor. So, do, if, does the pedal box still have a clutch pedal attached to it? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I have to dig underneath there to see. If yeah, just have. take a look and see what you got. So that would leave you some options. I mean. It depends on what you want to spend. There are lots and lots of companies out there that will sell you a completely set up um, system. There's a company that does some real nice setups for Cobras. 
uh, for Cobra Kits. Uh, I'm just trying to remember, I think the name. I'm, I'm actually, quite honestly, I'm looking them up. Uh, okay. Because I. Factory 5, who is one of the big uh, Cobra replica manufacturers, they use them. Uh, Blueprint engines. So that right. might be one I would reach out to. You could also so reach... That, does that come like with the headers? So all I have to do is hook up the exhaust or do we have to do the manifolds? What do we have to do? Yes, so you can have, if you, basically to your heart's content here, go and play on their website. Because <laughs> it, okay. it can literally come with everything attached to it to bolt into place. You will, um, they may even, and I believe they do even come with what they call an installation kit, which will be the correct radiator, the correct hoses, everything you need. Now that's not gonna come cheap, but it is gonna come yeah. as a completely set up engine that's already been on the dyno with that carburetor, with that ignition system all set. I mean, I'm looking right now at their website, um, they've got a 302 small block here, um, starting at about 3,600 bucks on up. And I'm sure on up can get on up quite quickly. But that would produce, but those little 302s, when they're built right, they make nice, a nicely delivered 300 odd horsepower, um, which will make a delightful um, engine for that Mustang. And a great sound. And a great sound. So <laughs> Blueprint would be one okay. I'd look at. Blueprint. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Jasper would be another one I'd look at, although I'm not sure how deep they'll get in everything else. Um, you might want to, again, look at some of the, the Cobra um, kit manufacturers, because like Factory 5, like ERA, they all have their favorite sort of engine transmission suppliers. Um, if you wanted, while you were at it, to put in a manual transmission, you might want to really strongly consider going to a five or a six speed because the vehicle's already non-standard. So it's not like you're affecting the value from that point of view. And it makes right. it a yeah. lovely car on the highway. Right. So again, it depends on how much you want to spend. But if I was going to be spending the money on a crate engine, I would absolutely look at going to a Tremec six, five or six speed as part of that system. Okay. And then you I will inevitably need, need help. absolutely, you inevitably will need a, dry, a drive line. And when you need the drive line made, there's only one place to go. It's Northern Colorado drive line down in Greeley. Go see Dan. He's fantastic. I've been using him for over 20 years, and that company is one of the best I've ever done business with. Northern drive line? Northern Colorado drive line. They're in Greeley. Oh, okay. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. Well, best of luck and keep in touch. Let us know how it's going. Yeah, well, money. <laughs> and, that, and I'll be honest with you, this is money. It is <laughs> yeah. not for the faint of heart, these projects, but you'll have a great car when you're done. Yep. Well, thanks for calling, right. Dave. Great Thank to you. hear from you again. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. And we're going to take one more break, and then we'll be back to finish up the show here on AM650 KGAB.
Sports, and I'm proud to announce our 2020 Kawasaki Ishiban Award. This puts us in the top 100 dealers nationwide. If you're in the market for a new ATV, side-by-side, motorcycle, or even a tractor, come and see us at Cheyenne Motorsports 2000 Westland Road for a great deal on a new CF Moto, Kawasaki, Royal Enfield, Suzuki, Yamaha, or Mahindra. Whether it's for work or play, come and see us at Cheyenne Motorsports, where we've been delivering fun to the region since 1967. You're listening to Cheyenne's News and Talk Station, AM 650, KGAB, Orchard Valley, Cheyenne, a town square media station. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our communities secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life and in every corner of America, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. The Army National Guard reacts to domestic operations in each of America's 54 states and territories, including Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, Guam, and the District of Columbia. Each state National Guard's unique domestic role is to act as the first line of defense in support of civil authorities in their state. The Guard's emergency response Responses include search and rescue missions for floods, combating wildfires, hurricane or tornado recovery, and the presidential inauguration. The Army National Guard. We are always ready. We are always there. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Wyoming Army National Guard. Aired by the Wyoming Association of Broadcasters at this station. Hi everybody, I'm Jack Hanna. Since I was a boy, I've been fascinated with animals, especially their tireless work ethic. This work ethic is shared by our best friends, canines who perform life-saving work every day. So please join me and American Humane in supporting our heroic working dogs. Go to AmericanHumane.org to learn more. And we're back, AM650 KGB. we got about a minute left of the show today. want to thank everybody for calling, be involved. Um, thanks for the last call from the gentleman with the Mustang. I, I really hope that you find a way of getting that beastie back on the road. There's nothing more fun than uh, doing those kinds of projects. There's also nothing more frustrating, and uh, money does tend to always get in the way a little bit. Those unfortunate things. Anyway, enjoy today the weather's meant to be beautiful today it sounds like uh, tomorrow will be okay and there's gonna get a little blustery well we know how that goes in cheyenne everybody have a fabulous fabulous week and we will be back here on cargab next week where we will of course be celebrating the uh well the first cruise night and i know and I, I i got a text earlier from one of our regular listeners don't make this into a cruise night thing i intend i don't intend to i am going to enjoy the people who come to cruise nights i want to feature some of them as we go through this year and certainly i'm going to feature the charities which has always been a big part of the show so we will continue to do that we'll continue to talk about car parts we'll continue to talk about servicing we'll do some motorcycle stuff we'll continue to do whatever you'd like to hear on the show and please if i'm doing something or you want to hear me cover something let me know drop me a line i'd love to hear from you take care everybody we'll speak to you next week bye-bye he's been invited to the border 
I'm Pam Puso, Fox News. Health and Human Services Secretary Javier Becerra has been asked by Arizona's Attorney General to tour the southwest border. In a letter, AG Mark Burnovich says there can be no doubt that the conditions constitute a clear threat to the health of Americans and the thousands of undocumented migrants. House Republican Burgess Owens is concerned about the record-breaking number of children being housed in cramped conditions. 19,000 unaccompanied uh, children being held in those in these, uh, these pods down down south. In another two weeks, there's going to be a higher number, but, but a different group of 19,000. 19, With space in short supply, some migrants in the Phoenix area are being housed in hotels. The funeral for Britain's Prince Philip will be held next Saturday at Windsor Castle. It will be private with no public procession. Emergency surgery will sideline Congressman Dan Crenshaw for the next few weeks. In a statement, the Texas Republican says he noticed some dark, blurry spots in his vision and was told the retina of his left eye was detaching. He underwent surgery in Houston yesterday and says he'll essentially be blind for about a month. In 2012, Crenshaw, a former Navy SEAL, lost his right eye while serving in Afghanistan. One of Crenshaw's Republican colleagues is not keeping a low profile. Florida Congressman Matt Gates, who's under federal investigation for alleged sex trafficking, spoke at former President Trump's Miami Golf Club last night. I won't be intimidated by a lying media, and I won't be extorted by a former DOJ officials and the crooks he is working with. The truth will prevail. Congressman Gates is also the focus of an investigation by the House Ethics Committee. America's listening to Fox News. Nation presents podcasts, Women of the Bible Speak. I'm Shannon Bream, host of Fox News at Night and author of the new book, Women of the Bible Speak, the wisdom of 16 women and their lessons for today, where I examine the timeless stories of women in the Bible. Join me and some of my friends for this limited podcast series as we discuss what it means to be a woman of faith. Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, foxnewspodcast.com, or wherever you download your podcasts. Connect to Fox News Audio and the Fox News app. Listen to hear your favorite hosts like Brian Kilmeade, Jimmy Fallon, and Guy Benson standing up for what's right live and via podcast. Just click listen, then swipe right and hear the latest news updates on your time. And scroll down to hear the latest podcasts from Fox News. And it's even easier to listen in the car with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Get programming alerts and notifications. Fox News Audio is on the Fox News app. The Voices America Trusts. Downloaded now. The coronavirus has left the cruise industry barely above water, but with more and more people getting vaccinated, the industry is hoping to soon bounce back. Frank Del Rio, the CEO of Norwegian Cruise Line, spoke to Fox's Neil Cavuto. 100% vaccination for everybody on board. That means 100% of the crew, 100% of guests must be vaccinated to board our vessels. Earlier this week, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis announced he's suing the federal government and the CDC in order to get Florida cruise ports reopened. Vaccine hesitancy may be abating in the black community. According to a new poll by the Associated Press and the Nork Center for Public Affairs Research, about 24% of black Americans say they'll probably or definitely not get vaccinated. That's down from 41% in January. As for white Americans and Hispanics, about 22% each say they are leaning against vaccination. 
America is all about second chances, and a Midwestern mayor who not long ago was facing criminal charges is proof. Call it a win-win for Casey Erlacher, the once and future mayor of Medawai, Illinois. The brother of former Chicago Bears linebacker Brian Erlacher was charged by the feds in a gambling investigation. He pleaded not guilty, but he was then pardoned by former President Donald Trump prior to his leaving office. That's win number one. And now Erlacher's been re-elected to the mayor's post after running a write-in campaign. He defeated his opponent 151 to 105, according to the late County Clerk's Office. Erlacher says he's honored to be elected for another four years. Karen McHugh, Fox News. Late word out of Iowa that a state trooper has been killed. The State Department of Public Safety will hold a news conference at 4.30 p.m. Eastern.